This episode brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Outstanding. Back at it again with the white fans. Ooze is back from vacation. Yo, yo. Lance is back from house debacles. I'm back from wherever the heck I was doing. We're all together again. It's been a while. <laughs> but we got fantasy football. We got things to get through. So let's just get it started. Ooze, hit us off with the news. Let's go. All right. Uh, big news coming out of Philadelphia and then Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Zach Ertz traded to Arizona. Um, I think this is huge for him. They're 6-0. and um, They didn't really have tight end help. They had Demetrius uh, Harris as their first string and uh, Darren Daniels at their third string. So Zach Ertz instantly, besides that last game, because he, he, he didn't dress <clears throat> just on the sidelines, but uh, next week, there he's going to be in there. That's the number one tight end, which is uh, awesome. I think the high power offense with him, Christian Kurt, D Hop, AJ Green, and uh, Chase Emmons and James Conner, it's going to be crazy. They're they're just feeding everybody in there. I think it's going to be a, a lot of upside up there for him. Is it going to be better with? Is it going to be better than it was with Philly? Yes, I think so. What about you guys? Um, for Zach Ertz, it's good. I think for everyone else, it's maybe a little bit bad because we were already having this problem of sharing the rock in Arizona. You know, two wide receivers goes off one week, then the other two go off the next week. At least D-Hop has been a little bit more consistent, but you can't say that for the other, you know, the other three wide receivers. But Lance, your thoughts? Uh, around the same, like if you're comparing Zach Ertz to what he was doing so far in Philly, yeah, it's going to be a plus for him. Um, but ultimately it's going to be, he's going to get the same share that Max Williams was getting, which means he was up and down. He either got one target and no catches, or he got seven targets and five catches. Uh, he's either being utilized as basically a, a shed blocker into a wide receiver, or he's just drawing people away from the middle of the field. Christian Kirk or AJ Green or Hopkins is getting the targets. It's really hard. I mean, the best way to describe Clinsbury's uh, offense right now is just chaotic, which just means you have no idea where the ball is going. You have no idea where the next play is going. And I'm pretty sure both him and Kyler have no idea where they're throwing to when they snap that ball. It's just backyard football right there. It is good for Kyler, I will say this, because he's just plant balling out of his mind. He just has to throw it whoever, or he can run it in for himself. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. it's probably the best person this is good for is Kyler, then Zach Ertz, and then maybe a little, you know, knock on the other receivers. But all right. Yeah. Um, coming out the Browns, I think the whole offense is basically injured, right? OBJ had a shoulder injury. Um, Kareem. <laughs> oh man oh god last guy to hit my parlay this past weekend i needed <laughs> 70 yards this guy gave me 66 uh calf got carted off um now put on the ir today um uh, baker baker mayfield uh, also had a shoulder he has a actually dislocated and also a torn labrum um he says that he is the only one that will let him know that that will tell him that he will play or not play this Thursday. So yeah, we'll see because he doesn't sign the contracts, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, but at least Ooze, Ooze is finally getting what he wanted. He wanted Hunt to be a, a sell so bad that he finally went out there and threw something at his calf to get him. In. I didn't want him to sell. I, I wanted to <laughs> he was sell tired him. of him showing him up every week. Uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to sell him after the 70 yards so I can hit my parlay. You know what I mean? Plus, yeah, I need to. You threw that uh, battery too early. I uh, mean, at the same time, I still, you know, high stakes league. I don't need him to be hurt. He's like, well, he's, he's our only running only, back. Only running back. 
So that sucks. <laughs> um, coming out of uh, Washington, Gibson had a shin injury. Um, JD McKissick, just you know, foreshadowing here. Um, Tony from the Jag, oh, not said Jaguars from the, the uh, Giants. Giants breakout last week. Basically broke his ankle this week. Okay, he was a breakout <laughs> candidate. He he did his thing because of the uh, injury to Kenny Galladay. Um, he was going to shine this week, but you know, broke his ankle basically, and uh, did not return to the game. Tyreek Hill, monster game, had a quad injury, but during the game, but returned. Um, Latavius, uh, Latavius Murray had 44 yards and a touchdown um, last week but also came off the field with an ankle injury. Um, Paris Campbell, again, big yard. I think it was like a 57-yard uh, touchdown um, to Paris Campbell. Left the game with a field injury. Frank Rice says it's very significant. Um, T.Y. Hilton also came to back after being on the IR in the beginning of the season um, to leave with a quad injury. Uh, T.J. Marshall, they're, they're – Panthers are going down. Um, had a, uh, a concussion um, this week. Didn't return to the game. Got to be on concussion protocol. Um, Conley, neck injury. I mean, we're, we're getting now, this is the second quarter of the season, and this stuff is racking up. Dak had a calf injury um, on that walk-off touchdown to C.D. Lamb. Thank you very much. Um, but has a bye. So he has, you know, two weeks to uh, really get that calf right. Kelsey, I know those Travis Kelsey owners are mad. He has not, he's been up and down this season, up and down. Uh, injury to his arm or elbow, um, but didn't uh, really perform this week. Jimmy G, back to practice. Um, Trey Lance didn't practice. He had a knee injury, but looking to play Sunday night against my Colts, going to get an L. Um, Seattle supposedly um, interested in Cam. After the bad Geno Smith performance against Big Ben, um, but that's more hearsay on the Cam because Cam uh, announced that on his YouTube page. But we'll see. I heard I, Washington I mean, was sniffing around too. Did we get a final answer? Yeah, on that? I don't know. But, um, I mean, I why not? <clears throat> I was I would say that the um, the Cam Newton to Washington is is more likely um, due to the Ron Rivera. Um, connection, connection. Um, but Taylor hit Heineke and and uh, he just he hasn't been performing the last two weeks. He had a really good week one through three. People picked him up ever since everybody picked him up on waivers. He has not been performed. Um, I barely won my league because he's not performing. But that's that's you know a conversation for another day. But Seattle definitely needs a backup because uh, Russell Wilson injury to his hand. Uh, and Geno Smith is just ain't cutting it. And that's it for the news. All those all Jets right. quarterbacks, all those Jets alumni not performing. Alumni. <laughs> Jets alumni. Yeah, I'm mad he said Jets <laughs> alumni. <laughs> oh, uh, you would have won that said they graduated to a better situation. I mean, not making the Sammy, most D, out of it. Sammy D did. Not these bum what, what, asses. What is, what is, Geno was a got, bum. He's got more interceptions in the last three weeks than he has touchdowns. It happens, man. He got a little slump, but. Geno Smith was that happens a bum. when you're a bum. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's not do that. Geno Smith is a bum. Oh, okay? yeah. All right. Sammy D is too. We're oh, all back no. together don't again. Be, don't be salty because you got, you got wins over there. We're all back again together again and the banter start in 10 minutes or less. That's a promise. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get into these studs and these duds. Let's just keep the show moving so at the quarterback josh allen kirk cousins kyle murray dak in that overtime game matthew stafford jalen hurts joe burrow patrick mahomes rogers who still owns the chicago bears <laughs> and basically a handful of people that got you know around 23 20 but you know speak to it guys you know who stuck out whoa, this whoa, week whoa, to you whoa, what's going whoa, on here? Whoa, 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 what, what happened why, why is my boy Carson Wentz not up here? Carson Wentz did a mediocre game. Mediocre this game. Last he, he was he was offensive. This play. isn't last he week. Was, he was offensive player of the week. And why? Why? Why, are you, 
Because he was this so efficient. Week? Yes. Because he's so efficient. Um, he was efficient. He didn't even do 50. <laughs> he didn't even do 50%. You, you're talking about last week. He's still on vacation time. No, bro. <laughs> Where you no, at? That boy <laughs> Look at the numbers. Fo- Look at the numbers. Pro football focus player of the week, Carson Wentz. Look it up. Well, what? they are smoking tight bath salts because there ain't no way you would pick Carson Wentz what this week. <laughs> What about okay? What about tell Kyler us Murray? how his performance was better than Kirk Cousins and Josh Allen? What and Dak? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely better. Definitely better better than Kirk Cousins? Definitely better than this. Because uh, Kirk Cousins was actually think, I, I'm actually wrong. I, th- I actually think this was from like, he was pro for foo- <laughs> yeah, was pro last week. Football <laughs> focus last week. But anyways, <laughs> he should still just had you call in so you could say it. So you did. You looked a little better this week. Oh, oh man. But no, Carson uh, Wentz put up a decent game. Last week he put up a better game. But he put up yeah, a decent he, game. Yeah, he didn't need to do much. Jonathan Taylor did all of the oh, work. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But we're talking about quarterbacks, right? So, you know, one of my studs slash duds that <laughs> really killed me was Josh Allen, okay? Just you've been doing this for the past five weeks. Take your time. There's no, there was no reason for you to rush that QB sneaks. <clears throat> that was an easy half a yard for you to get, but you wanted to rush. You fell on your ass, on your face. For okay. those that fell asleep before the game, he is speaking about where the Monday night game. Monday night game. The Bills had a chance to tie the game and go into overtime, but instead, no, they, it was a win. It was a win. They were going for the win, but they could have just went they, they could have tied and went into overtime. That's, what I, went, that, oh, that's yeah. what I was about to say. They're about to go for the win. <laughs> On fourth yeah. and one, one inches, yeah. and then the yeah. QB sneak did not work because his yeah. footing got you know slipped. Oh, slipped. Oh, so bad. But you know, thirty-five for forty-seven, three fifty-three, and three touchdowns. You can't you can't complain. You know, exactly what I mean, he was right. he he's he's been balling. He's balling every single week. So you know, love the kid. Um, another one that you know continues to ball out for C baby for his team is that boy Dak Prescott. Okay, that dude is you know. 454 45 three touchdowns and one interception I mean come on this guy is a beast he was doing it last year before he broke his leg he's doing it this year Lance who stands out to you out of this bunch uh Kirk Cousins pulling it out because his was late in the game uh his stands out especially because he really shouldn't be up in that list with the Josh Allens and the Kyler Murrays um and then seeing Matthew Stafford get back up there, I'm sure a lot of people were happy to see that happening again. Uh, the typical other people who are there that you kind of like, they're sneakily getting those points is Hurts and Burrow. Um, yeah. I picked up Jalen Hurts in one league. I'm very happy about that. Um, Kyler Murray, four touchdowns. Dak, four. No, Matthew Stafford, four touchdowns. And Dak with 4.45. All right. Let's just keep it going. Running backs. King Henry. King Henry. King Henry. At the top of this list again. But we had Jonathan Taylor, Leonard Fournette, Joe Mixon, Daryl Henderson, Daryl Williams, Dalvin Cook once again, Najee Harris doing it again for the Steelers, Aaron Jones. Surprisingly, Kenyon Drake, of all people, clear Herbert with uh, no, Montgomery. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. No, not we're not we're not highlighting four for 34. Okay. Here. Okay. That's mediocre. That's a dud. All right. Not doing it. He's top 10. So I was just naming out top 10 players at least. Four for thirty. Oh yeah, but yeah, his production, his just his touchdowns yeah. made it inflated. Yeah, inflate inflation. inflation. But uh, obviously, you got King Henry breaking off for what was it, seventy something yards, and ended up with one forty three rushing, with Jonathan Taylor with one hundred forty five. Broke out for the eighty seven one. Yep. Okay, put some respect on the some on his respect. Name. And then Davin Cook, I mean, he, like, doesn't get as many touchdowns, so he's lower in these lists, but he keeps having these crazy – 29 for 140. Yeah. You can't really complain about that. You know what I mean? Like, this guy is doing it over there in Minnesota. Um, So, talk to to us, guys. What do you think about this group this week? Yeah. um, For me, you know, I got to go with my boy, Blue. 
Jonathan Taylor. Okay. He's a beast. Oh, should have had a touchdown. I think he lost, you know, got gas a little bit, but the breakaway spree, the speed, the break, the broke, the breaking of the tackles, the shimmying in the inside the hole. You know, this guy is just, this guy is just everything. You know what I mean? Now he's becoming that first round pick you guys, you know, jacked on Matt, right? He's, it got us, it had a slow start with the banged up uh, offensive line, which is still banged up, but getting better, having a little cohesion there. But Jonathan Taylor is a beast. King Henry, this, this guy is going for 2000 again. 2000 again. This guy is just a monster. I had people say, oh, he's going to have under 100 yards tomorrow. Oh, yesterday against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, see you at 143 later. Three tutties. Like, this guy's a beast. You can, you know, he his he stiff arm the- just gets a lot harder when he's playing Buffalo. I don't know what it is. It just looks like he hits that Madden hit stick and it's just boom. <laughs> that's it. Lights out. Lights but, out. Um, someone said in our group text, when Derrick Henry touches you, it's like you lose your powers. Like, it's like Space Jam or something. It's <laughs> like your powers go away. Like, you can't play football. And he just stiffs arms and runs over you. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely crazy. Um, Leonard Fournette, surprisingly up there. Um, the two touchdowns, he was in the passing game and in the rushing game. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Q in the, you know, Lance's Ronald Jones thousand yards thing. You know what I mean? But the boy, Len, you know, Lenny, playoff Lenny, he's doing his thing right now. Uh, you know, two touchdowns, 81 yards rushing, 46 yards receiving, six targets. You know what I mean? Like, insane. Second to Najee Harris. Crazy. Lance, talk to me a little bit about Joe Mixon. He had 94 yards rushing and 59 yards uh, receiving and one receiving touchdown. And then any other player you want to talk about, obviously. Uh, So Joe Mixon, kind of like Henry, where a big chunk of his yards came from some big runs. Uh, Mixon, if we saw the highlights, right, Jamar Chase threw that huge block for him. Um, outside of that, uh, Joe Mixon has been doing great this year. So I, I'm really liking what he's putting out there. Um, and let's hope he keeps it up. There was another Cincinnati running back that did well this week along with him. So maybe their offensive line is putting it together in the run place. Let's just hope that they stay together for, uh, Chris Evans down there just yep. in case he puts it together, um, for the passing game too. Cause we know we got to keep Burrow healthy we can't let him get all those licks um yeah so joe mixon is looking good still so if you got him in the second round or the end of the first i'm thinking you got him in the second round you're probably happy with that pick all right let's keep it moving we've got wide receivers we've got my boy up at the top here cd lamb with that walk off um overtime touchdown after that cooper cup back here at the top a surprising Jared, uh, Jalen Waddle, Waddle uh, Don from People Jones, because the Browns team is just lacking. Thielen's back here again. Antonio Brown, Marvin Jones in that London thriller. I think that went to overtime as well. Mm-hmm. And Cortland Sutton, Stefan Diggs mm-hmm. kind of showed up. De- uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyree Kill. And I think was his top 10, Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, Monday night. So, who sticks out out of this group to you guys? Well, for me, CeeDee Lamb, uh, if you're anything like me, you might have benched him for somebody else, like Antonio Brown. I wish I had put, left him in and taken Tyler Lockett out. Um, that definitely would have been a better decision because I left 33 points on my bench. Oh. Um, but you just didn't expect CeeDee Lamb to put up that, considering what he was putting up up until this week. No, you keep him um, in. Keep him in. Keep him in. I think you're the same guy that told me to put Antonio Brown on a bench and T. Higgins in the game. I mean, that's the first game, bro. But yeah. No, we did steer you wrong. Game, third no, game. No, no, T. Higgins re- hasn't really been that great this year. Nobody really thought that this guy's going to go off for three touchdowns and 100, 100 yards. That's that fine. He's still – he's averaging more points than CeeDee Lamb coming into the week. CeeDee Lamb obviously gets a boost from this week, putting up 33 points in most leagues. Um but I did have him in other leagues, and I'm sure if people were steadfast, kept them in there and just held out for that big thing, they're happy. Stone hands. But they're going to be upset this week because you got to figure something out because there's so many good teams 
on bye this week. week. And CeeDee Lamb is going to hurt you. CeeDee Lamb is going to hurt you. Uh, Dak being down, uh, press uh, um, Ezekiel Elliott being out, everybody on the Buffalo Bills. Stefan Diggs and Cole Beasley benefited from touchdowns, but I'm still concerned with Stefan Diggs because, yeah, his brother has more touchdowns than he does. <laughs> this is true. And he plays, Playing defense. He plays the totally opposite side of the football. <laughs> Playing true. defense. But he also gives up like 300 yards for the season on people. He's a big gambler. Um, Stefan Diggs, maybe they should move him over to defensive back and you start picking off quarterbacks. <laughs> Who's, who do you, who you see out of this group this week that surprised you? I mean, surprising is, is Devon People Jones, another waiver wire pickup due to the injury of Jarvis, due to the injury of Odell. And it wasn't Sorry. just the Hail Mary, right? Was he doing no. good outside the Hail Mary? Yeah. I mean, he had five targets to call four of them. Um, but then, you know, how they, they still had, and at the time, they still had um, Hunt in the game. Hunt didn't go out till the fourth quarter. Um, and he was primary, you know, wide receiver two. Baker was missing, mixing, uh, missing Odell Beckham Jr. on some wide open routes. Um, I don't know if it's just because the shoulder can't really turn and look, and he had one um, check down. But um, I think he just saw People Jones, and he was just gravitating towards him. Um, Cooper Cup again. You know, had a bad week last week, came back nine for one thirty-two tutties. Easy work against the Giants. Um, one thing that is really frustrating is Henry Ruggs. Um, you know, three for ninety-seven, one touchdown. This guy is fast. They're playing better without Gruden. Uh, the team looked better. Um, Kurt, um, Derek Carr looked better, you know. So hopefully, you know, Henry Ruggs and you know Brian Edwards starts to increase. Maybe this is a time for you guys to go out and go get Henry Ruggs. I had Henry Ruggs for three weeks, dropped him because he was taking space, but now I want him again because how good they looked after this whole John Gruden uh, debacle. Um, but besides that, everybody else should be doing a job. Curtis Sutton did really well. Um, but, yeah, Tony Brown just keeps – I don't know. Tony Brown is taking the energy of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I don't know why. It's like old Antonio Brown. It's almost like you forgot how good he was yeah. on the Steelers this is, this, because this of how crazy he was. He benefits from not being a number one option. Oh, right? yeah, yep. of course. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's absolutely right. right. Godwin, Godwin and Evans are definitely up there, depending on the situation. They're number one and number two, respectively. Um, and then that leaves the nickel the nickelback or a third cornerback who's covering, who just doesn't typically they're going to be younger in the league. They're not going to have somebody very old who knows all the ins and outs covering somebody out of slot. And that's typically what that third wide receiver would be sitting there doing. But then you've got Antonio Brown, who's been around, he's got those sweet feet. He's got the, the ins and outs and he could turn your hips. And so he just benefits from that, that matchup. Uh, we saw it a lot of times with Wes Welker, being on the Patriots, Randy Moss would take all those coverage, would take the safety out of the pitcher, and Wes Welker working underneath and doing that, doing the dirty work in between the in the in between those slashes, those hashes. That's where Antonio Brown has been eating it up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, moving along to tight ends. Nothing too crazy here. We just have Noah Fant at the top of the list. 900 or 97 yards, one touchdown, and then Gasicki after that one 115. They both had uh, Noah Fan had 11 targets, and Gasicki had nine. And Do I see uh, a Ricky Seals Jones, yeah, that was the one I was going to point out. Ricky Seals Jones with Logan Thomas being out, he had that one long run, can't remember how mm. long it was, but six targets, four receptions, 58 uh, receiving yards, and a touchdown. I don't mean, expect that every week, <laughs> <laughs> but it is nice to see his name in there again. Yeah. I think Mark Andrews kind of returning back to normal, which is nice. He was third uh, tight end this week, six 
or five receptions for out uh, of six targets and 68 receiving yards, one touchdown um, in the beginning of the season. Cause I have him on my team. He wasn't doing so hot, but now it's kind of returning back to normal Andrews, but uh, anyone you guys want to, you know, point out of this bunch. Mm, I mean, besides North fan going being like a damn heart monitor going up and down, up and down, up and down. <laughs> You know, till he flatlines, but Mike Kosicki, the matter it doesn't it really doesn't matter what quarterback it is it it, it is J- Jacoby to uh he's gonna get his eight for one fifteen, no tutties, but he's gonna be there, right? Um Travis even with the injury, eight, you know, eleven targets, eight for ninety-nine. Um but the thing that really is uh frustrating for those out there is the uh Dalton Schultz, is the Tyler Conk. Cocklands, because you thought you know um, Jarwin was the guy that was going to get those, um, but then the Darren Waters, you know, owners out there like, hey, what about us? Well, this guy again, and it's and not down. like yeah, it's not like Carr didn't put up a good game, right? Just wasn't going to Darren Waller, right? And then this is, and I think this is his second like dud, basically. I would. Yeah. I mean, it's not what you expect out of a uh, third I mean, round from, tight end, or you know, third, say, second, second or third round tight end. Yeah. You, you're not expecting. Like if you're dra- drafting him in the eighth or ninth round, it's like, what did you expect out of a tight end? Yeah, absolutely. But if he's the third guy off the board, you got him before Kyler Pitts. You got him maybe even before Mark Andrews. You're probably kicking yourself for not taking Mark Andrews two rounds later. Oh. Uh. This is the rough league, and I'm killing myself because this is my symbol. This is my dude, Darren Waller. He is my keeper for this year. He took my fifth-round pick. And since we're here, you know, let's just turn the other side. Let's talk about the duds, the tight end duds. Um, Down here at the lower list, we've got Tunyon again. Uh, Njoku, we warned you guys about that last week. That was just like Mm -hmm. a one-time thing. Evan Ingram's still down here, and then uh, Tyler my, Higby. My, my my dud of the of the tight ends is really the um, the the Bills. Uh, Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox. So he wasn't in the news. He did break a bone in his hand. Did we cover yeah, that? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't in the news, but he, yeah, he did break a bone in his hand. Um, it they did say it doesn't look like he's going to miss time, but you know. It kind of sucks. It, he like, does get a week to re- to kind of recover. Yeah. A bit. yeah, yeah. But you know, this guy always finds a way to get in the end zone. He didn't find a way this this time. So but... I was watching the game, and I don't mean to cut you off. He did yeah. have a touchdown, and they called it, it called, off. It, it, it called it off. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, you gotta be kidding me, because you know, I'm sitting there. I have one league where I'm I have Dawson Knox, and someone has Stephon Diggs. I'm just like, I need all the points I can get over here because all it yeah. takes is one Stephon Diggs bomb, and I'm screwed. But yeah, that touchdown would have put him into you know, no, yeah, the range where he, he he comes back strong it. against Miami though. Miami's oh, linebackers are not going to be able to cover him, so don't expect to try and sell him. He's got Miami and Jacksonville and the Jets next. It's so sweet. Oh, he God. might just he might just eat up five touchdowns in those four, three games. Yeah. Okay. I'm keeping him. <laughs> I got a decision to drop him and pick up another tight end, or I guess figure something else out. But nope. so you drop them, I'm picking them up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else on this tight end list, Lance? Not Spears. really. All right, let's work our way backwards. We've got a long list of wide receivers, but I want to get through them quick that we're duds. So we've got Claypool, Marshall, Boyd, Mike Evans, Lock Mike it. Williams, Lockett. Uh, Moore, Pittman, Bateman, Devontae Smith, Tooney. He got hurt, though. Scary Terry, Marquise Brown, T. Higgins, DJ Moore, Allen Robinson, Chris Goff. Ooh. And there's probably some more. But talk to me, guys. Yeah, I think for me, we're really worried about your studs, right? Your stud, yep. your quote-unquote studs for your team are, or does this week. Mike Evans, one of them. I don't know what it is with Mike's, but Mike Williams, another one of them. You know what I mean? Like Mike Williams. That, but of those two, which one are you concerned about? Uh, I'm concerned about Mike Evans. Mike Williams, I, I think, yeah. you know, everyone's going to have a bad game. He finally had a bad game. He might have had one. No, he's, I think. he's got two. Because he, he had one, one catch yeah. for 11 yards two weeks yeah. back. 
Yeah, he had two bad games. But I think that that offense I'm not worried about because he's number two. You know what I mean? Like for Mike Evans, it's now seeming like he's like number four. Like OJ <laughs> OJ Howard had some touches, you know. Like yeah. Chris Garden barely got touches. You know, Lenny, Lenny had more targets than than this guy. You know what I mean? Like Lenny had six targets. He had four. Insane. Right? Insane going against a, a bad Philadelphia team, you know. What I mean, like uh Antonio Brown's getting more touches than him, you know. What I mean, like, so am I worried I mean, about him? Yes, like two bad weeks, you the first week and that, yes. Week, but it, like, I, I feel like as, as the ex receiver, as a number one receiver, he should be having more, more targets than a, a damn running back that shares touches with Ronald Jones. This is a point I, there. It just feels like there's too many mouths to be fed, and sometimes they're like, "Hey, don't come to the table because you know." Look, it's not you're a place looking for, you. for you're looking for the 2000s Brady. This is the 2020 Brady. Uh, <laughs> 2000s Brady would just keep feeding that ball to Randy Moss, throwing it into double and triple. I'm coverage. not saying that. He's, just, he's more mature, and he's going to look for those matchups. I'm, I'm it is a concern that. for Mike Evans, but. I yeah. look. I wouldn't go and sell him. I wouldn't go and trade him. No, no you're never no. going to get what you really should probably deserve for him. No, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But I'm not going to bench him. Unlike the Seahawks wide receivers. Yeah. If I got DK Metcalf or I got Lockett, they're going on a bench. I'm not playing around. AG Brown will stay in before they stay in. You benching them, bro? Look, Lockett put up Lock- six points last week. Lockett, I DK can Metcalf understand. Had eight. Lockett, I can understand, but DK Metcalf, he did catch that first touchdown when uh, Geno Smith came in the f- when Russ broke his hand or his finger. So it's like, yeah, he but, almost got to roll the dice with. Down there. with they were him. already in the red zone when he came in. You're going to uh, trust yeah. Geno Smith getting them into the red zone again? This is also mm-hmm. true. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's where my problem is. He can't string it together. We know what Geno Smith was. And we know what he is. And he's obviously something that they'd rather have Cam Newton, Mr. Bum quarterback, than, than Geno Smith right now. Don't got to be that. And, and we're talking <laughs> how many weeks until Not Russell Wilson is back? Uh, week eight, at least, the earliest, they said. And when I say bum, I don't mean that I could beat him. He would destroy <laughs> me, okay? <laughs> he, he would destroy me playing cornerback. But – in in Atlanta fantasy, he's a bum. All right. Any other top wide receiver you're worried about? I know I touch on Allen Robinson each week, but I keep telling y'all just just bury him. Take the <laughs> shovel, bury him on your bench. I told you, you not last week, the week before, when I was not here, when I was. And it's here. not based off skill; it's based off it's opportunity. Off, exactly. Keep that mofo on the bench, please. Or trade him. You know what I mean? Um, DJ Moore, I am worried about a little bit. I see a little regression. A little, you know, mm. he's struggling. My boy Sammy D mm. struggling a little bit. Um, I think they'll get back on track. But, yeah, it'll be all right. How um, likely is, is Mr. Uh, D seeing uh, ghosts out there now? Come on, we are in the month of October. Hey, when when you hey, guess what? Once once you guys have more wins than Sammy D this season, then you can start tarnishing his name. I don't but know. Don't, do, we, do we want to double up on the bet? What was the bet? Uh, I don't know. This, we didn't really put down an official bet on Sammy D, but oh, good because you're gonna lose. Oh well, I think <laughs> you said he was gonna be uh, nine and nine and seven or something going into the playoffs. I do not. I don't have think they're getting any... there. I do not have any Sam Darnold bet on here. Yeah, this is the parking lot. That's it. Oh, yeah, parking lot. I want to point out one thing before we move the running backs. He did have 13 targets. I don't know what was the problem between him and Robbie Anderson, but they kept dropping balls all game long. It was kind of weird. So hopefully that was just like a – They were dropping them or were they slightly out of reach? They were dropping them. Like I was watching – Red zone, they were dropping him. I was just like, like in the bread basket. Some might have been a little bit off target, but still a catchable ball. Um, but like five for 13 for DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, three for 11. 
and the touchdown was like after I don't know four or five Oof. missed. T- uh, I just I just went to NBC Sports to look at the the drop passes for this year. We got Keenan Allen with their five at number two, but we've got Robbie Anderson leading with six drops to his name and DJ Moore with five to his name. Carolina Panthers got two and then C Hubbard's down there tied at six with three drops. So they're not really helping (laughs) Sam Darnold out either. No. And if they're giving them that, that's just based off of it was literally in your hands and you should have had it. Those are considered wide receiver drops. Right. All right. Moving along to the running backs. We've got, Gaskins, 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 Ronald Jones, Jamal Williams, Eckler, Edmonds, Gibson got hurt, Hunt got hurt, game well if you were starting him in your flex, and, you know, any other person I didn't really bring up. But stud-wise, you know, who are you guys kind of worried about, not worried about here? Um, I'm not worried about um, Gibson. He is a shin injury. He should be back. Um. Ronald Jones, I know you should not be you should not be starting him. He's not, you know, I mean Gaskins. You don't even know what to do with this guy. 31 yeah. points last week and and basically three this week. Goose egg, 33 points, then three points. Thanks. Like, what do you do? Like you're <laughs> like you're you're like you're you're scared to bench him because you're scared that he's gonna pop off. Uh-huh. And then when you, when you say, you know what, I'm gonna stick with him, he gives you three or zero, and then when you bench him, he gives you 31. You know what I mean, I just feel like that offense, you know, with Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, Kasicki, Mike Brown, like Mike Brown's getting more touches than him. Like, I just feel like you should stay away from him, like, or trade him. Like, I don't know. I I don't like it. I don't like it's messing with me and C Baby's team. Like, it's just bad. You know what I mean? Gainwell, just there's no way if it was me. I'm throwing away all Eagles running backs because they don't run the ball. They don't. This makes no sense. You have Jaylen. Miles Sanders and, and, and well. think uh, think about what you're saying there, right? You were you were saying you're saying get rid of and bench or bury um Al Robinson. Uh, no, no, no. Um, the Miami back. I can't think. Oh, of his Gaskins. 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 And then now you're saying the same thing about um, the Philadelphia wire, uh, running backs. What do they have? A very mobile quarterback. Yeah, that's very they true. They got Jalen Hurts and Tua, right? Yeah, very Not true. saying that Tua is anywhere good near point. as good a thrower or decision maker as Hurts. Very good point. But they're very similar, and and I think they're taken away from those running backs. Yeah. Um, either by design or by accident, but I think yeah. both of those are going to take away from those. Very backs. good so point. I think, by Lance. I think I think you got a good point there. Like both of those guys on the Eagles and um. Miami. You have no idea which running back on Miami is actually going to perform that week because right now we got Salvin Ahmad, even though all the announcers call him Ahmed. <laughs> Ahmed, I have no idea why they call Ahmed Ahmed. Um, but yeah, some weeks it's Ahmed, some weeks it's Brown, the next week it's it's uh, Gaskins, and the same sense. thing with Gamewell and, and Sanders. It's like neither one of them is going to pop for you. So maybe those mobile quarterbacks who are in that same kind of cookie cutter, they're very good at the RPOs. They're very good at run pass options. They're just going to keep it and run it or throw it. It's, it's too much to take away from those running backs. All right, let's keep it moving. We've got quarterback duds. Um, Jones, Goff, Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Tannehill, Heineke. Obviously, the main ones is Herbert and Lamar Jackson after coming off that crazy, those two crazy games last week. But then they faced each other and kind of came back to earth a little bit. So what do we think about that game in particular? Yeah, I just I thought I was going to get more from Herbert. And that's it. Um, They played if not not to say that Herbert is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. But if Carson Wentz could throw for four or two, you can definitely you can definitely throw for 400 yards or 300 yards you know what i mean but it is it was just one bad game to me if not really worry about Every, everybody else on this list you're not even putting them in your lineup so don't even worry about jones golf you know heineke yes because he was popping off Tannehill, no because he got king henry but lamar jackson that game 
what did Lamar Jackson finish with? Uh, 12 fantasy points, 167, and one yeah, touchdown. The, the problem yeah, was there a, was, was also interception. Each one of each one of their running backs scored a touchdown that game. Yep. Devontae Freeman, uh, Bell came in and scored a touchdown, and so did the other guy, um, Tyson Williams or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um, all three of the running backs. Those those would typically be Lamar Jackson touchdowns. Maybe two of those three. Um, so that kind of took it away from you if you had him as a quarterback. I, I see him bouncing back. Maybe not as high as he did the Monday night before, but Lamar Jackson, I'm not concerned about. Same thing, Herbert. Like Ooh said, it's a blip. It's one thing. It's one game. I don't see it as a trend. Um, Tannehill, that is where he's going to be. That is where he's going to be. Yeah. He was a bad call for me at the beginning of the year. I thought he'd be better. I thought he might be better because Julio was there. Julio did play in a game. He had one good catch. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that's the only thing he had. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. He can't get open. He's, I don't know. He's slow. I know, yeah. Well, he wasn't exactly, he never looked fast, right? No. He always was fast somehow. If you, if like, if I play a tape from last year of Julio and this year, you can definitely see, like, one, the physique is different. I feel like Julio was skinnier, was more lean. Well, he's not year. wearing the 11s anymore, right? It's kind of right. like a perspective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this year, he looks a little hefty, almost like an A.J. Brown type. You know, you got like two A.J. Browns out there. And his footwork is just so slow. Like, you know, even like you said, Lance, he wasn't fast. But because of his route running and his legs, like he got open quicker. Now he's like pulling tractors. So... And that big catch he had, it bounced off the guy's head. The guy had him covered. That one was crazy. Could exactly. If he turned around, is it? That's a pick. He can still track the ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he can't get open, so tracking the ball really doesn't yeah. help you. All right, guys. Let's get into our quick question right before waiver wires. Um, hopefully, you got someone picked out in mind. Who do you think at this point is your keeper for next year if you're in a keeper league, which me and Ooze are in, actually? And it doesn't have to be someone on your team, someone, any any player, basically. Um, I would have to say, if I really want to get technical, is that boy from um, um, the Jets, Michael Carter. Michael he Carter. is – he is showing me some flashes here and there. Um, he, he has touchdowns his last two games. Um, only if they had an offensive line, he could definitely be, be better. But I feel when I watch them on red zone or, you know, if I'm flipping through the channels on my Sunday ticket, he got a little, he got a little something. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, if Frank Gore can do it, he can do it. You know what I mean? So. Uh, Mike Card for sure, you know, for the late round keepers to, you know, really build around if, you know, especially now that wide receivers are getting more potent, you know, we're drafting more wide receivers in the fantasy. Does their RB with a, with a Michael Carter keeper could, could be uh, a thing. Lance, your keeper. Oh man. Michael Carter, I would not have expected that. Uh, that's definitely in one of those leagues where you're keeping them the round before you selected them. Yeah. And hopefully you didn't draft them at all. You picked them up on the waiver wire and so you're getting them for the last round of the draft. Um, me. Oh, actually, you go, Andrew. I still can't pick. I wasn't going to go, but I'll give you some uh, selections, I guess you would say. I think Justin Herbert was a mid-round quarterback and he could take that jump kind of like Josh Allen if he continues his performance. Um, let's think running backs. You have Javante. You've got Michael or yeah, Carter, like he said. Um, wide receiver, you could, you know, potentially have Cooper Cup, depending on where you got him in the sixth round, seventh round. Um, any rookies, uh, Jamar Chase, obviously. Devontae Smith, eh, if you were in the double digits, tight ends, there really isn't any besides maybe Kyle Pitts if he starts performing like he should for the rest of the year and you got him super late. Um, I'm trying to think anyone else. Can I I interject something? 
Yep. I'm I'm scrolling through and King Henry through six weeks. Okay, someone you guys want to guess how many yards he has right now? I know he's I probably le- he's probably leading the league, but um we play how many games? Six? Six. So eight hundred? Oh Lance. Six games. He's got to be at. Got to be at nine hundred. No, this guy's at seven eighty-three. Dang, I was close. You're close. The next, the next, the second leader, two hundred below, five something. Is five hundred twenty-three. Dang, and that's uh, Nick Chubb. I was close on that one too. Six six weeks. What does he need to? now he does have the benefit of one extra game this week, uh, this year, than Eric Dickinson. But what's what's uh, he got to average to pass he, him? I mean, average is one forty. He's passing him mm. easily before the sixth, before the seventeenth game. Yeah, my only problem when spreading the um, it was kind of the same thing when Randy Moss passed uh, Jerry Rice for the most touchdowns in a regular season. Jerry Rice put up those numbers in a. Not only was it a, a shorter season, but it was a shorter season due to the strike. And he had the 22 touchdowns in that year. And then Randy Moss beat him with 23 in 2007. I feel like that one's actually worse than this because it's only one extra game. So if Henry ends up taking the record, it's it's not as bad. Um, but I, I still wish they'd put an asterisk next to Randy Moss and, and tell everybody, <laughs> yeah, Jerry Rice did this 22 in, in less games, though. All right. Let's keep it moving. We've got some uh, waiver wire pickups for you guys. Hit the waiver wires. So why don't we give – you guys give three each, and uh, we'll wrap up the show. Lance? Well, let me let me kick off. So one thing I like to do on the waiver wire, especially when, before these big weeks, right, there are some teams out there, and I will admit I am one of those teams, who have everybody in the world playing – with the week seven buy. So I'm actually at a disadvantage where I might end up having to start one or two players who aren't even playing this week because I just don't have enough roster spots or I got to drop some legitimate stars or legitimate um, flex options. Mm -hmm. So what I, I tell them everybody is watch that waiver wire Wednesday morning for those steals, those people that people had to drop because they couldn't hold there's going to be quarterbacks that get out there. There's going to be quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins. There's going to be quarterbacks like – so if anybody's got Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott, they're both out this week. So they got to drop somebody. They're dropping one or the other. Um, somebody else that they'd be dropping is their kicker. Sometimes people stream their kickers. But if they got to drop Bass because they need a kicker for this week, he's the number three scoring kicker out there. If you need somebody, he's he's good. Pick him up, put him on your team, and you won't need to stream anymore. Uh, look for defenses, too. It's not, not so much this week because the teams that are going off aren't exactly high defense scorers. But look out there. There's going to be wide receivers that get out there. Your options right now coming into this week are pretty slim pickings for picking people up. But in the case that you need a quarterback because Kirk Cousins is out and Dak Prescott is out because Josh Allen is out and you weren't sh- – you weren't tagging along a quarterback this whole time. You got Matt Ryan going up against the Miami Dolphins. Could be an easy game for him. However, Matty Ice has not been known not to be cold and put up a uh, single-digit quarterback for you. So if you want somebody that might be a little bit more reliable but maybe not the same height uh, uh, or scoring that he could put up, Carson Wentz is a solid option. He's got T.Y. Hilton back. He had two good, solid games underneath his belt. He's been putting up better, decent numbers since the beginning of the season. He's also out there in most of your leagues. So Carson Wentz is an easier target. If you want to be a little more risky, try and go for that win. Then you've got Matty Ice out there playing the Dolphins. Go ahead, Ooze. I'm not picking up Matty Ice. I have to in one league. Like I, like I feel no like I can, pick, I can, I can pick, pick up Jacoby, and you'll play half the game and be better than Matty Ice. You want to make that a bet? 
No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. I was like, I'll take Matty Ice. <laughs> All right. So for my for my waivers. Uh, Coming from the same guy who's got Kyler Pitts or, or uh, Pitts sitting on his <laughs> you're like you need him to do good. <laughs> exactly do, right. I do, but like, you know, I just don't man, I so inconsistent. But my okay. um waiver pickups, CJ Zoma from the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you're hoping for a nice hot game here. Um, Ravens has given up, I think, four or five touchdowns, two tight ends. So this is one of the games that um, CJ Zoma can definitely help you out on these uh, bye weeks. Only rostered in if you four got, point. If you got Schultz or Knox, they're out this week. Yep. Look for them. Yep. 4.8% of ESPN. Um, he's only rostered in 4.8% of ESPN leagues. So definitely available. Definitely available. Um, my second one, Kristen Kurt. I know he's been dropped and picked up, dropped and picked up, um, but there's a lot of wide receivers out there that, you know, C.B. Lamb and Mark Cooper, you know, they're out. You know what I mean? Um, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs Cole is Beasley. out. Cole Beasley's a slave. You know, he, he's out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're not going to uh, have Zach Moss in your flex. So, uh, Kristen Kurt, he's rostered in 32%, 32% of uh, ESPN leagues. So, and going against the Texans. And going against the Texans, he's looking – to blow up hopefully for you this week um you know that they're very vulnerable to the pass um michael Pittman, uh paris campbell ty all eight up in tech in, in uh at indy against the texans jd mckissick oh, rostered in 55 percent of espn leagues hopefully he's out there for you to go get him uh with the injury to like tony gibson he's going to be um featured more while they try to you know minimize and have a snap count on Antonio Gibson going against the Packers. So he's going to be in, you know, probably now instead of the just third, third down, he'd probably be in, be in for second and third now, you know, as the running back and the pass catching back. So that's uh, my uh, waiver riders for the week. What do we expect out of Cordero Patterson coming out of the bye week? He, you got I know his, he was a hot topic. He's still going to be hot. I feel like you got to start him. I got him in all my leagues or most of them. And I feel like I just, I have to put him in the flex at least. Um, Yahoo has him listed as a running back and wide receiver. And I'm keeping him for that option. There are other leagues where I'm like my ESPNs. I'm like, okay, let me just see if I can get, you know, use him as trade bait and go about it like that. But like, because he's a wide receiver and a running back in Yahoo, I think I'll just keep him there to kind of interchange him for these like crazy bye weeks, you know, like this week. So his bye has passed. So now we're going to have another week seven where we got a multiple teams off. So you got to play him and just almost hope for the best that, you know, his production continues. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you came up with a keeper, Lance. If not, we're about to sign off. No keeper. I don't want to keep anybody. All right. No keeper. You heard it. And, you know, that's an option. If you can't find anyone or you think you can't keep anyone, there's no good value. Don't keep them. We've had that in our league in the rough. Yes, sir. All right. Well, it's been real people. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for week seven preview.